Adam White and uh, Bryce for going with you on a Wednesday night. It is uh, Sports Day on SEN. It's time to talk golf now because one of my favourite golfers, young golfers, Elvis Smiley, joins us getting ready for the Vic Open, which gets underway at 13th Beach tomorrow across two courses. There's the beach course and uh, there's also the other course. What's the other course called? The Creek course. Um, so we play a situation where it's one on one day, the other on the next, and then over the weekend it's played at the beach course. Elvis, welcome to SEN. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Which course do you prefer, the creek course or the beach course? Uh, I think the beach. I think the beach, you have to golf your ball a little bit more around than the creek. Um, and it makes sense that that's the main course. I think you, I think the winner by the end of the week is going to be a true representation of whoever uh, controls their flight really well and, and ball flight because it can get quite windy out on the beach and um, that's that's my favourite kind of golf to play so that's why I always like coming back down here and playing a third on beach. Yeah, no, it's a, it is one of the most spectacular golf courses in Australia. There's no doubt about that as well. So, Ellis, before we talk about your golf, I'm, I'm interested, did you get to the tennis at all over the last two weeks? Because, uh, I, you know, I know your mum very well and we worked together at the Australia Open for a long time and she'd go to the tennis and she'd drop you off at the golf course to hit balls pretty much every day for the two weeks of the tennis. But now you're a professional golfer. Do you still do that or do you actually go to the tennis? Yeah, fortunately, I, was, uh, I had a week off. Uh, the tournament golf uh, the first week of the Australian Open so I went and watched a bit of the action at Melbourne Park uh, during the first week got to see Novak uh, twice which was great and um, yeah a couple of the Aussies as well Alex Bermanor and Tom Lanovich and Storm Hunter so it was nice to I guess be in a bit of a different environment other than the one I'm used to so it's nice being able to switch off a bit and um, a couple of the tennis players play a bit of golf. So it was actually nice talking to some of them about about their golf and where they play. And um, yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, it was really cool seeing Yannick win. You know, it's very inspiring seeing someone not not too uh, dissimilar with the age there as well. Yeah. And I know he's coached Darren Cahill, and um, it was really nice just to, to see an Aussie coach win. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, really absolutely. So, Elvis, are there particular tennis players that that are at you all the time to go out and hit it, have a hit of golf? We often hear of professional golfers that strike up friendships with footballers or, or, or cricketers uh, who love to go and have a hit of golf with a professional player and see how far they hit it and all the putts they drop, etc. Are you one that gets uh, plenty of pressure from athletes, particularly tennis players, for that? Yeah, yeah, I've actually been quite fortunate enough to play with um, Ivan Lendl and Todd Woodbridge and John Millman and just to name a few. Um, it's really cool just, just talking to them about, um, you know, what they might do different on the, the tennis court compared to the golf course. And they're two different professions, but they have a lot of similarities in order to do the work required to get to the top. And it's just really nice hanging around guys like that. And, um you just try and listen to them as much as you can. Well, surrounding yourself with good people and uh, good minds in sport is an excellent thing to be doing. How's your golf game shaping up at the moment, Elvis? Yeah, it's been good. I feel like I've been playing pretty solid the last couple of weeks. I came eighth last week down at Rosebud. And, um, yeah, I've made, made all the cuts this year and played okay at the Aussie PGA and the Aussie Open uh, towards the end of last year. And then um, I've started started working with a couple of new people in my team, which I'm really excited about. So I feel like this year uh, I'm really going to make some big, big strides 
um, with with playing really good golf. And I've got a lot of opportunities overseas this year after the Australian season finishes. So I'm looking forward to taking up those and, and playing well overseas. Now, Elvis, I wanted to talk to you about this because I know it was a really tough thing for you to do to to change coaches. Ian Triggs has been with you for such a long time. It's almost been like a, a second father to you in a lot of ways to to go across to Richie Smith. Uh, to talk us through why the change and, and how difficult that was for you. Yeah, it was extremely difficult uh, leaving leaving Triggsy after probably around 13 years. So he was my, my first ever golf coach. I started seeing him when I was about eight, nine years old. And um, I probably transitioned to Richie uh, November last year, so around 13 years. So, um, I mean, the great thing with Triggsy is everything that I've learned and everything that I've been able to experience and and learn is, is the things that Triggsy has helped me with. And um, like you said before, he is almost like a second second dad to me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it was tough because after you've you've uh you've been taught off someone for such a long time it's quite hard to be able to pull away and make the decision to move forward in a different direction and i felt like for me personally i was just a little bit stagnant with what i was doing and um, the progression i was making it wasn't on the path that i wanted to go down and as much as it was hard leaving Trixie, i felt like going with richie is the right decision for me moving forward i've been on a lot of teams with richie as an amateur and I know the way he goes about his business with the people that he, that he teaches and they all have really good structures and he's very, um, very structured with how he goes about teaching his players. And um, yeah, so Min Woo, Min Ji, Hannah Green, just being able to hang around guys like that and practice and train with them is, is very cool. So um, yeah, it's, it's good and I'm looking forward to what we saw. Elvis, a lot of young blokes your age are, you know, a bit driven by by numbers. Some of those, the, the followers they might have on Instagram and things like that. But uh, one of the numbers that surrounds professionals is uh, their world ranking, 861 at the moment. Do you have a, a number in mind and a goal set for where you want to be at particular stages in the future? Maybe after uh, when you sort of head overseas uh, this year and uh, maybe for later in the year. Do you set a goal like that or do you just let it happen? Uh, I don't necessarily set number-related goals in terms of your world ranking or anything. It's more just what I want to achieve in each tournament, and then letting the letting the official world golf ranking do the do the talking after each tournament. So um, I think it's just a byproduct of all the good golf that I'm going to play this year. I think that'll that'll just take care of itself. So I haven't really focused on that too much, and just just focusing on what I can do in these next five tournaments and before the end of the season and then yeah, turn my mind to the challenge to it, which is where I'll be playing most of the, the second part of the year over in Europe. So what's the best way to prepare for that? Is it simply just playing regularly, practicing hard, uh, doing all the, the other extra work that needs to be done? Obviously, fitness is key to being able to perform at your absolute best. Do you, do you have a really good routine and what does that look like uh, week in, week out? Yeah, physically, I'm still got a long way to go with, with where my body's at. And I've made a couple of changes there as well. I've started working with Luke Mackey, who's, who's part of the Golf Australia High Performance Program. And then um, another guy in Perth as well, who's who's a really good physio, Marty McGuinness. And he works with Min Woo, Min Ji and Hannah Green. And 
Um, the great thing with the people that I have around me at the moment is all of them are in communication constantly with what I'm doing and making sure that I'm on the right path with things both physically in the gym, mentally, and also what I'm doing on the golf course. So it's all, um, it's all, it's pretty much just all the puzzles are sticking together, which is nice for me. So um, a lot of it's, yeah, physical. It's the next couple of months will be a really big, um, big ask for me just to be able to put some kilos on. It's quite hard. I'm, I'm still around 70, 71 kilos. So I've still got a long way to go, but um, and I've also had a couple of injuries. Like I've had one injury a couple of years ago that I'm, I'm on top of luckily now. So it's more just doing a lot of injury prevention stuff and, and um, just making sure that I'm pretty much performing my best. I'll give you a call after the show, Elvis. I can tell you how to put on weight. That's uh, I find it quite easy. So uh, <laughs> you don't want we'll to do that, tips. Elvis. Don't don't listen. Uh, we're talking to Elvis <laughs> Smiley ahead of the Vic Open tomorrow. Look, you've you've had such a, a great young career already. Um, I think it can be deceiving. You know, just even mentioning the, the world ranking before with what you're capable of doing. You've shot some absurd numbers in amateur golf and through your your early phase as a, as a professional. What what have you found the biggest surprise from being such a, a leading amateur player to being a, a young emerging professional? Is there anything that surprised you or anything you thought, oh, okay, this is, this is what it's like to be a professional golfer? I think when you, when you go from amateur golf to professional golf, you have a lot of high expectations and you put a lot of pressure on yourself to perform early, regardless yep. of what tournament and what tour you're playing on. And for me, I, uh, as soon as I turned pro, I got pretty much straight into the deep end and got starts on the European tour. Um, I mixed it with Graham McDowell, Martin Keimer, Sergio Garcia, um, guys like that. And you almost feel like you go from a big fish in a little pond to a little fish in a big pond. And um, I felt like I got, um, what's the word? I, I got quite matured early yep. as a pro. I felt like I had to... Um, perhaps dial back the expectation of, of what I wanted to achieve and more so just, I guess, take everything as a learning experience. And as much as that was hard to be able to go into that mindset of, I think it'll help shape me into the person that I'll become in five, 10 years time. When I look back on it with all the, I don't want to say struggles, but maybe the, the ups and not so ups of, of the career I've had so far professionally. So, um, I think the grind of working your way from the bottom to the top by playing little tour events and then challenge tour events and then European tour events, which is the path that I'm currently on, I think that'll that'll be better for me um, than perhaps going straight to the main tour and, and grinding out against the top guys. Yeah, no, no, that makes absolutely perfect sense. And I know you've got a lot of people in your corner that are giving you all the the best possible advice. One final one before we let you go. So this week, the Vic Open, it is one of the strongest events on the Australasian tour for the whole year. It's a, it's a great field and um, a lot of really good young players. And um, I think we're seeing that more and more on the Australasian tour with the, the extra events we're now having is that, that there is good depth. So when you go into an event like this, this week, are you looking to win the event? Are you looking at a certain score? Are you just trying to play well? How do you how do you attack a golf tournament like the Vic Open? I think just from past experience, I played well last year, so I roughly know what score I need to shoot in order to have a good chance. And then from there, it's more just 
focusing on what you can control and as cliche as it sounds I just disregard what other people are doing and just focus on my game and um, I know I think anywhere between 15 to 20 under this week we'll we'll get it done so um, for me that's just a goal in my mind and then just being able to just focus on just that and just keeping everything simple and going with it will 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 help me this week but um, just getting back to the, the young guys obviously yeah it's really cool to to see, obviously, Kazuma win the last two weeks. I've yeah. played a lot of stuff with him, and um, I know that, you know, I'm in a similar boat to him, and I know that can be me this week. So it's definitely motivating and inspiring to see that. So um, and I know that all these young guys out here are good enough to compete. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good week, and hopefully the win gets up, and it'll make it interesting. Fantastic. It was always great talking to you. Um, good luck with uh, your career, particularly this year. It's going to be a big year for you. Uh, good luck, obviously, this weekend as well. But hopefully 2024 is a big one for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys.